go. Rain on me. Three pop music super fans. Back to you. With the state of pop music right now. That is very extremist. This is Pop Corner, a podcast by the kids at Project U. And if you haven't worked it out, it's going to be a Chromatica special. Um, or what was referred to as Chromatic Corner. I liked that. Um, hello? Who referred to it as Chromatic Corner? <laughs> Ms. Whitney Houston from Twitter. Um, okay. Um, ah, I see. Hate us. But, uh, hate hello. Us. Nick Kelly, Grace Guard. Nathan, here to run through the big Hello. pop music of the week. And of course, the only pop music that matters right now is Lady Gaga's Chromatica. It's finally into the world. It's been drip feeding to us over the last few weeks. And now we have it. Uh, has it changed anyone else's life yet? Oh, completely. I've never stopped listening to it since it came out. This is good. Nathan, generally a more uh, considered pop music fan with your words. Has it changed your life yet? It hasn't changed my life, but it it is adding some excitement. Okay, I like that for you. What do you mean it hasn't changed your life? That's measured. I won't question the great Nathan on that. That's good. Uh, so what we decided we do, normally at the top of the podcast, we'll bring you like our favourite three songs of the week, but because obviously they're all Chromatica related, we're just going to run through our favourite three songs from Chromatica. Nathan, you are up first. What is your Chromatica pick? Oh, my fave is the one I expected to be the worst. Which You've, you've been famous for your Elton John slander over the journey, so I am shocked that what you went with this about? one. I genuinely enjoyed Mr. John's output last year. (laughs) Mr. John's output. His Rocket Man song and his Lion King song, they were good. But, yeah, Sign From Above is my my favourite at the moment. I believe Rain On Me is the best song on the album, but this one is up there for me. I don't think Grace agrees on Rain On Me thing. Um, No, it is, but I'm not including it in my thoughts at the moment. When I first heard this song, I thought it was a little too ravey for me, but it's growing on me. It just has such a strange drop from the like from like Axwell and Sebastian in Grosso. <laughs> um, when I, I heard do, it, I was like, I there's do. no way Elton's going to be on this. Like, how does Elton fit in this equation? It didn't feel right. I, I, I can't believe how good. He sounds on this mm, yeah. because on on his Rocket Man song and Lion King song last year, he sounded real rough. And on this, like I don't know, he steamed his vocals for forty eight hours beforehand. Okay. Like something's don't, going on. Like he sounds so good. Don't hate me for saying this, but it's a little bit Imagine Dragons esque. The vocal, or oh like Bastille or something. I get you. Yes. yes. I'm not saying that is a bad thing, but no. that's what I thought of when I heard it. But I love it when they sing together. I think that's just really good. Oh my god, I'll never unhear Dan Reynolds now. You're not wrong. You've either ruined or improved this song for me. I'm yet to decide. Um, you weren't wrong about the essay length list of producers and writers on the record. If you get yourself a chance, I, go to song credits on Spotify because it just never ends. I, I do I do stand the well, the um Sorry, I lost half of my face to the Chromatica Zoom background. I do stand the Ingrosso family, particularly his cousins, uh, Benjamin. Um, <laughs> and it's got Ryan Tedder on it. It's just truly yeah. a wild list. And the result is crazy. I love the little weird, like, flourish that's in the drop. Flourish, good Such word. Such an odd you. song. Yeah. 
It is, um, someone described it as very Eurovision-esque, and it is, I, I feel it. Yeah, it's because it's written half by Swedes. The one part I can't get behind is the weird little bit at the end. No, the this drum and bass bit is odd, Damn but it. you know what, the rest is great, so they can have it. I'm here for this chaos at the end. You don't expect Rudimental to come through and smash out a couple of drums for 20 seconds at the end of an Elton John song, but what do you know? 2020, baby. We're here. All right, that's our first Chromatic Corner pick. Pop Corner, a podcast by Project U. Now Grace gets her moment in the sun. Oh, I'm obsessed with this song. I haven't stopped thinking about it since it came out. Oh, listen to that bird. <laughs> so good. We only have the so, in, in case you haven't recognised what song it is yet, Babylon is my absolute top pick from the album. I think it's so good, and it just, I just want to get up and dance. It's just so ridiculous. It's set in 16th century. It's completely nuts. Walk a mile, serve it ancient city style. Talk it out, babble on, battle for your life, babble on. That's gossip, what you are. Like the most obvious it, Vogue reference, but we stand. Oh, it babble is. On. But it just has everything I love in a song. It has like horns, it has a choir section. It's like the most perfect song. I think. If there's one person that does that kind of spoken word, monotonous kind of Madonna-esque delivery well, it's Gaga. And so when I heard Rain On Me and when she kind of in the bridge, like the Rain On Me tsunami, like she does that shit really well. Not everyone can, you know, get out of their singing voice and do the kind of talky bit, but she nails it. She sounds in charge. Does anyone know what animal is in it? Where's the animal? What, you mean the bird at the start now? Yeah. It's a bird. Lady go. I'm Googling. I'm Googling. (laughs) Whilst you Google, Nathan, your thoughts? I just, I am baffled by how all of these parts came together. How did we get the idea of Babylon and then the idea of gossip and then kind of that working perfectly with the words babble and on which works with gossip and then also the 80s madonna and then the sax and then the choir i'm just how did this occur the idea of serve it ancient city style i just like (laughs) so good (laughs) like the whole act of the tour will be i imagine dedicated to serving it ancient city style i googled what animal is in babylon someone said i've watched a few reactions and noticed everyone mentioned the bird sound effects in babylon isn't it like a transition and reference to 1000 doves i just googled what sound does a dove make and it kind of sounds familiar the dove is now free absolutely absolutely that's what it is um have you guys seen the completely unhinged explanation she gives for the songs on Spotify. <laughs> I read a few, but haven't fully sat down and read it back to back. I haven't either, but I saw a couple of them yesterday and they were nuts. <laughs> Truly crazy. As I said last week, like everything that Gaga says or writes or the way she speaks at the moment just sounds like an impression of herself. Like, it, none of it sounds legitimate. It all just sounds like she's taking the piss out of herself. And maybe she is. Maybe that is part of the chromatic experience. 
because it all just sounds unhinged. Like that bit we played in the opener where she refers to something as not extremist, but e- extremist. I was like, I'm like, that's, that's not a word. So and like, it all sounds like a parody at the moment. Um, Babylon, I reckon... Yeah, it is on Chromatica. Just on that listen, I reckon that's just elevated to, like, number two song on the album for me, I reckon. Just on that listen and that kind of, like, run Wait, through ready? a bit. That's gossip. You and me. That's gossip. That's gossip. Strut it up. Walk a mile. Yeah. Oh. Babylon, she's good. City style. Um, we should do a poll on Twitter. What's the best song on Chromatica? But only give people four very options. Hard to I like that. All right, that'll be up by the time that you see this podcast on at projectu.tv on Twitter. This is Pop Corner, a podcast by the kids at Project U. This is my favourite song on the album, I think. It's one of them. But I also knew neither of you would choose Alice and I wanted Alice to have her moment in the sun. Get too into it. Does anyone know what the lyrics is at the start? Because I keep hearing my name as a dentist, <laughs> and I know it's not that, but that's all I can hear. It's well, my, my name isn't Alice, as in the Ting Tings. That's not my name. It's a reference to that song. Isn't Alice? She can. Oh. She can name the song Alice. She can fill it with Alice in Wonderland imagery all she likes. It's never going to change the fact that the vocal she delivered is "My name isn't Dallas." <laughs> It's all I'll hear. I'm tired of screaming. Um, I think this one just kind of got me because, like, I was, like, listening with my AirPods in and, like, my, my LEDs in my, my office set to strobe and just, like, ready. We get it. You've I done also, all right. I also had the... Oh, no, that was $29 job from Instagram. Um, I also had the football on the television, which is me cancelled. Um, but I was just, like, like, it comes out of that Chromatica 1... Intro, that beautiful mm, mm-hmm. kind of, all right, here you go, you're in a world. And then as soon as you hear that drop, you're like, oh, shit, okay, this is what this is what the next 40 minutes are going to be about. This is what, this is the world of Chromatica. Okay, I'm here. I'm, I'm invested. I'm locked in. Um, so I think it stuck with me. That's very good. Shot watch. Um, so I'm not even looking in, like, the top 20 at the moment because it's all the same as the last few weeks. But a couple of interesting anomalies in the charts at the moment. Number 22 on iTunes Australia is Britney Spears' Mood Ring on by demand. Now, I saw something the other day. Nathan, you can probably shed some more light on the situation here as to why this song's back in the yes. top 20. Um, so, five years old, I think it was a, a bonus, maybe a Target or like a Japan release with Glory. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's Britney's song with DJ Mustard. And, and it's really good, and it never got a proper release. Like, we couldn't stream it. And yeah. because Justice for Glory happened, and it went number one on iTunes the other week, they have decided to uh, pop it online. I love this. Reward the fans. It's really good. Like, I think it could have a life. on her Instagram. She said, repurpose this since we didn't use it. You folks wanted a new album cover. Ta-da, there you go! I hope you turn mood ring up so loud. Three kiss emojis, love heart emojis, monkey emoji, flower emoji, ring emoji, wink emoji. I love her so much. She loves emojis. I love her so, so much. She's a gem. Oh, I just... 
Everyone was kind of banging on about her Instagram a little while ago, but it truly is like in these moments of of just such a the world in such a state. Britney's Instagram is just an oasis away from it all. It's just one of the most joyous things to see pop up in the middle of the day and amongst, you know, everyone's bangings on. Um, so that's like number 21 at the moment. We love to see it. We absolutely love to see it. Um, what? <laughs> Sorry, I'm just going through Britney Spears' Instagram yeah, and she yeah. said she's posted a joke. What did the pirate say when he turned 80? I matey. <laughs> You can't see it. I love it. Hi, matey. I love us so much. I love us so much. So great. Um, all right, so. Chart watch. Um, need to check another thing that's on the charts at the moment. A song that we quite liked when it first came out, but it's very strange that it's, you know, back in the charts. It's this ballad from The Great Labyrinth. We all remember Jealous, right? Beautiful. Oh, song. yes. It's back yeah, what father, did this? Was it the voice? It was the voice. Mm-hmm. Well done on working that one out. Can I say, I've been Bring- watching The Voice and I've been really liking it this season. It's very Just entertaining. The There's some actual good voices. There's not too many sob stories. The judges are unhinged and they now have this power to like block each other from it's taking close. a contestant. So they're extra competitive. It's just been like a really nice watch. And there was this girl the other night who had, I think her name was like Olivia Kelly. She had the same last name as me. There's a girl the other night who sang Lana Del Rey, who I don't like. Well, I don't like, I don't not like. I don't, don't hate. And when Rain On Me dropped last week, um, this woman named, Sk- uh, not Skylar Grey, uh, Stella Perry did a cover of Always Remember Us This Way from Star Is Born and it leapfrogged Rain On Me to go number one on iTunes just after Rain On Me had dropped, which I, I stand. And it's getting like good ratings so this and song shit. jumped up because um, didn't Guy Sebastian's brother Chris Sebastian sing it? That is correct. Good work from you. Um, Thank you. It's a beautiful song. It's a beautiful song. And yeah, Guy Sebastian's brother was on it, and like Guy Sebastian knew straight away, and it was all super cute. So um, did en- did he turn for Chris? They yeah, they was all he turned. To? I can't remember who ended up taking him, but they all turned. But Chris Sebastian's done the voice like six. Wait, times he's properly now. on it. Yeah, yeah, he's been, but he's been on it like three times already. <laughs> it's ridiculous. He just keeps popping up like a why? Like, I don't know. And then he was on a Rojdar song earlier this year. Very good. Really liked him. Um. um uh, the Labyrinth song that should make a comeback is Earthquake. Oh, good. Yes. One of the best produced oh, pop no, songs. Oh, um, no. Underneath You're Beautiful. What a great song that was. That was a good song. Come in. Yeah, Beneath You're Beautiful with Emily Sunday. Jeez, where's Emily Sunday? Yes. I miss her. Yeah. She was one of the tolerable ballad makers. Some good stuff in the Labyrinth. Um, oh, I've now found why I couldn't find Jealous by Labyrinth in the system here because it's spelt J-E-L-O-U-S. So, well done to whoever put that one in. All right, next thing, one final thing we want to check on the charts. This is where we don't check what's actually happening on the charts. We find the obscurities around there. Um, my what's this, you ask? That will settle my brain. This... It's my it's the new song from Body Like a Backroad crooner Sam Hunt. Sam Hunt! And it's currently in the top ten in the US. And it's like... We're used to him being like a country pop kind of dude. And he's gone 
We stand Sam Hunt in this building. I see your face in the clouds. Him and Thomas Rhett. We like. Um, Luke Bryan and Kenny Chesney. We don't. And that's the project you I don't know who any of country You know Thomas Rhett. You're across I've Thomas. We've talked about him every week. Refuse to refuse to remember who he is. I get you. I will we will get you to love whatever the song was called. Exactly. I can't remember. <laughs> Look what God gave her. Look what God That's gave it. her. Yeah, that one. Yeah, we stand that one. Um, I don't mind this new Sam Hunt thing. I could, I could see this work. I like, I like the country kids that aren't afraid to, you know, switch it up a little bit, make it a little bit different. Respect on that. Respect on that. Uh, all right. That's the charts right now. It's popcorn up. <laughs> that was bad. Let me do that one again. Popcorn up. A podcast by Project U. All right, so we weren't going to do this. We were just going to do our favourite three songs um, from Chromatica, but um, for various reasons, we've decided to still go through our favourite three songs of the week. Um, let's do it in the same order as we did the Chromatica situation. First song coming from one, Nathan, what you got? Well, look, I had a very exhausting New Music Friday this week <laughs> with output from from Gaga, uh, Alec Benjamin, Keenan Lonsdale... Oh Louis Knotte. Uh, Sorry, say that name again. Say that last name again. Just one more time. Louis Knotte. Knotte. Anyway, French. Um, <laughs> Scott Hellman's Scott Hellman's song is the one I've decided to go with this week. It's called "Wait No More." It's the third like ten out of ten single he's put out from this era, and it's just. Wonderful. I love him. We stand a short king. Started, but Scott Hellman sounds like the name of a local politician. Yeah. But he makes music better than your average local politician. Not wrong there. Oh, we get drops. Drops are back. As I said last week, as I claimed, drops are back. Yeah, and like, this is different for him because his album Hotel DeVille was entirely like a guitar y album. Um, which. And you know how I kind of generally feel about that? His album Hotel DeVille for me is a no skips album. Like, mm. I love it. Yeah. But we love him. We interviewed him in an alleyway once. He was a legend. He was a lovely, lovely kid. I really, I really did love him. Yeah. Like, we already liked him, and then we met him, and it was like, oh, yeah, yeah, no, you're actually, like, proper cool. Also, justice for kites. It's me doing a kite impression. Just sort of hands flailing. This is, a, this is not a visual medium. That's a good point. Especially when I don't make the content. Um, all right, let's move on. <laughs> Grace's song of the week. It's meant right, to be a partially visual medium, but it never happens. Uh, oh, this sounds like something we've... I'm having deja vu like right something now. something from Chromatica. Yeah, um, so I decided that all other music this week was cancelled and I only listened to Lady Gaga. So my favourite song of the week other than Babylon... Enigma's also great, isn't it? This is the thing. It's it's very good. Undeniably fantastic. I think 
The thing I really loved about listening to this album for the first time is that it felt so unique from anything she'd done before, but it was still so quintessentially Gaga. Totally. Yeah, that's a really good read on it. Right, for me, it really did feel like a mix of the fame and art pop, but mm. like how that would sound when you brought in like Axwell. Um, like in particular, 911, like that song feels like a direct result of people on Twitter being like, I want her to do the fame again. Yeah. Like, because that's, that's all it is. Like, that crazy auto-tune voice. I'm, like, not as into that song, because if I want that from her, I'll go back and listen to Starstruck. Mm. Yeah. By 303 featuring Katy Perry. <laughs> no. Because I would go and listen to it. It is a very good song. Oh, it is, isn't it? Sorry. You know I love my sidebars off sidebars. We were originally talking about mm-hmm. Enigma about two minutes ago, and then we ended up with 303 stars. And, and you and you were the one to bring up Katie. Yes. That's a good point. <laughs> How's Daisy's going? Going okay? What? I've never heard of that one. <laughs> She's still doing better at-home performances than anyone. Okay, yeah, she's bodying at-home performances. Holy shit. I heard Never Really Over Again for the first time in ages the other day, and I was like, God, what a good song that was. You know what? Yes, it clearly inspired Chromatica. Yeah. (laughs) 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 You know what I was thinking the other day as well? Chain to the Rhythm still good. Still so good. good. Still that song, I have been banging on pots and pans ever since it came out. It is a masterpiece. I you could just listen to the instrumental the and it is incredible. Oh, absolutely. Um, Do you remember, Nick, we were in London when this song dropped and we went and listened on one of those disco balls. So sad. So sad. We went to the London listening thing. It was a disco ball outside Capital FM in London. And there's one guy transfer. standing out there <laughs> oh. being like, oh, so this is, yep. Cool. Have Actually, a listen. There's a, there's I forgot a guy. you guys were in London. I know. There was a guy we follow on Twitter that I follow on Twitter still that we met in that line. Um, can't remember his name. Lovely guy. <laughs> Yusuf. That's his name. That. His name's Yusuf. Um, anyway, we shout were, out to Yusuf. I'm glad. I'm really proud. We got from Enigma Lady Gaga a 303 bypass and then to chain to the rhythm. Well done, this podcast. And I didn't do it. It wasn't me. <laughs> it's a miracle. Pop corner. A podcast by Project U. Um, this is an artist that Charlie XCX has signed to help out and like make her happen. Um, released three songs in the last three months. All of them are tens. Her name is Elio. She's going to have to make herself happen first. <laughs> Ma'am, you have not been on the radio since Break the Rules. <laughs> Anyway, this is Elio. I really, really like her. She's really fresh. She's really excited. Elio. Oh, what did I say after? I was very confused by the lyric. Um, Body language. Body language is out of context, which is strange That's what it says. Um, She sounds... That doesn't make sense. Also, she sounds like Georgia Knott. Oh my god, she does sound like Georgia Knott. 
I miss the knots. So do I. Yeah. Um, Haven't but- seen the knots since, Charlie. <laughs> With the the event in the basement that went viral on Twitter. The event in the basement. Oh, that was was that the one where Charlie XCX looked like she was performing in like some kind of bunker? Yeah. Yes. Because she we was. were there. <laughs> were you with us, Grace? And um, the no, I wasn't. What's his name? What's his name from Broods is a very tall man. <laughs> he was not doing well in that environment. Beautiful Caleb. Ah, oh, that was a fun night actually. That was a love play. If anyone was at that, Charlie. Bunker show. The, what, are they, what was she calling them? The 1999 parties after the Taylor Swift concerts? Yeah, that was it. God. Taylor Swift concert, that's a whole other story. Um, Alright. Get around body language from Elio. She's got two other tracks online. They're both bops as well. I just think she's going to fly. Like She's going to be real good. Um, find a new song this week. Fall in love with Chromatica. Fall in love. Look after yourself. Love yourself. And love us. Give us a rate and review on Apple Podcasts. It takes like two seconds. Hit follow on Spotify if you're listening there because it helps us like get more people to listen and then eventually sell the show. Um, because everything in this capitalist society is about the money that you can make from it at the end. There is no money ever made involved with this show. The amount of people that think there is, though, is quite phenomenal. Really? Oh, my God. This show is not worth money. (laughs) It's Pop Corner. (laughs) That was bad. Let me do that one again. Pop Corner, a podcast by Project U.